Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for the season finale of season eight of The Kingery. The Sky is Falling, episode 8x12. With me is the writer of this episode, Jeffrey Bridges. Hello, hello. And the assistant director, uh, Bruce Busby. Good evening. And we are kicking off with uh, Tommy's War Room here. Um, so we have another little moonlighting moment here between uh, Maddie and Tommy. That's an old 80s show for you youngsters out there. <laughs> and, and that's Alicia Lane Pickens as Madeline and Pete Milan as Tommy. Doing their usual stellar work here. Now, this scene was actually um, a lot of fun to work on because, you know, I'm always writing, like, the finales and stuff, and there's a lot of big action, and you got to wrap up all the story stuff. And right. so it's really nice to be able to get some of these, um, I don't know if I want to say quieter moments, but, right. you know, uh, character stuff between them getting the banter and everything. And it was just, uh, I mean, it's great to listen to. It's so much yeah. fun. You, you... Not just fun, but awkward. Yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is that awkward aspect. I, I want you to go off and die with me. Is that okay? <laughs> Now, you usually write the finales and the premieres, right, Jeffrey? Uh, the finales, yes. The premieres sometimes. Uh, occasionally, they've been written by other people. I think Susan. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So this is old hat for you by now. Well, I mean, it's never easy. easy. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's easier than something brand new where you've got to recreate or create for the first time the world and the characters and everything. But So the familiarity helps make it a little easier. But, you know, you've got storylines to wrap up and mm. things you've been building to for even a couple of seasons. And so you just want to make sure you, you do it right and, and do right. the fans justice, you know. And, and hopefully we did, and at least in the writing yeah. anyway. In the terms of the mixing, you guys killed it. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, last year we really set the bar high with the uh, the land battle. So what else do we do? We go to space. Well, you know, you got to keep you on your toes. I remember when I got this script, I told Jeffrey I was either going to kiss him or kill him. Yeah. I've decided I'm not going to kill him. <laughs> or maybe both. If you were Corleone, you'd both. All right, both. come here, you big lug. Mwah! Oh, there I feel so loved. Yeesh. <laughs> hey, it's the kingery. Anything goes, baby. <laughs> and nice piano piece in the background here. Yeah. Well, it needs a little something besides the computer noise to the whole thing. Yeah, that was a really nice selection. I really dug it. It worked really well. This is like the best Tommy gets at sharing feelings. Yes. I mean, he's trying. You know, he's doing the best he right. can. And, and I think you've come to see, especially over this season, that he really does love her. And he really does care. But, boy, he is just crap at expressing those feelings or any feelings. He is really fucking bad at this. Ah, fuck it. I'm in. You know, Maddie, just whatever, just stop talking and I'll go. <laughs> this is the old salesman's uh, dilemma, which is when do you stop selling? Right. And he should have stopped a while back. Right. Well, yeah, it was a lot more fun to let him keep going and just dig the hole deeper and get himself into even more trouble, you know. Which he does regularly. Yeah. But I'm sure everything is going to be uh, wine and roses from here on out. Oh, yeah. That's the king area, all right. <laughs> Yes. And here we are in Equilibrium, uh, Venice and Dokken, uh, with a little bit of a callback to uh, last season when we'd have Venice asking Tommy for another. 
another. I think that was actually the season premiere, episode 801. Yeah, way back a while ago, we forgot. You know, we have that hiatus. You forget sometimes. I think you're right, yeah. It's been so long. We've been working on this a little over a year now, so. Yeah, 12 episodes, and then you build in, you know, a couple-month hiatus in the middle. It's It's been more than a year. Of course, year. that's Anna Rodriguez as Venice, and Andrew Heckley as Dokken, and Brian Reed as Zeph. As we get another uh, touching moment here between the two. This is another scene that was really, really fun to write. Um, again, you know, because it's not the big action and stuff. Again, which I love, but I love doing the, the character stuff. And mm-hmm. um, this was a scene that was originally not in the outline, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, where I felt episode 811 left off with Zeph and uh, Dokken, I felt like they needed a bridge to sort of get them between where they were and where they need to go. Right. Uh, and the next scene where you see them, you know, with everybody else with the ships. And in order to get Dokken along on that, I felt like we really needed to to sort of see that the transition between mm-hmm. the two and, and how their relationship sort of, you know, fit there. Yeah. And Zeph has really had to uh, dial back the flirty this year for him. So he gets to let it out a little again here, which is nice. 20-something kids at the club. Get them because they look cool, but don't even know what they mean. Like getting a Chinese symbol on your arm that is actually, you know, duck soup or something like that when you think it's power. Right, right. And this actually came about because um, in the first draft of the script, I had Zeph being all, you know, I'm deep six tactical and and Dokken didn't know. And uh, Pete was like, uh, hello, he's got a tattoo that says it. And yes. So I was like, oh, crap. You know, I totally even forgot. We have this this uh, Bible, the series Bible that has all that information. Right, yeah. I totally forgot to go look. So, um, yeah, that was it was a really good catch uh, on Pete's part. So that was good. Yeah, I think it was referenced last season. We have the big reveal about Zeph's past. <laughs> and there's old Zeph again, talking about big, fat, veiny lines. <laughs> He's a little tough to write because coming up with innuendo for him, he just tosses them out there so fast. I have to really stop and think of some good ones sometimes. Yeah. I'll be there to protect you. Hmm. Really? Nobody's going to put a scratch on that perfect ass. <laughs> Maybe a tattoo, but not a scratch. It's a party. <laughs> Work that in well, yes. Nicely done. They <laughs> uh, really are a cute couple in a weird, violent way. <laughs> they kind of are. I've, I've gotten kind yeah. of attached to them. They're fun. Well, come on, so is Major. I mean, you know. We, we've really paired up our characters this season. Right, right. No, you Actually, yeah, and, and you can kind of see the way that uh, worked out by the time mm-hmm. we get to the ships, you know, where they're, they're all paired mm-hmm. off. But poor Hooks, so left alone. Mm-hmm. Poor Hooks. Well, he had his little flirt with uh, Sarah. So, I don't know, maybe that's something that will come back at some point. Sound off. So, so, yeah, here we go to the uh, hangar. Um we got Cat Pride as Tithia, Jason R. Wallace as Hebe, MCR Garcia as Major, just, uh, Jack Cock as Kalox, so many names in this one, <laughs> Edward Herman as Asa, and Perry Whittle as Hooks. I think we got everybody. And uh, Renee Christine Jones as Socks. Gosh. She, it's such a small part for her this episode. She's been such a big part most of the season, and this one she doesn't have much. But that's okay. Yeah, her story sort of kind of came to a, a resolution and, and it kind of had a close last episode. So, right. yeah, you know, for this one, she's got more of a supporting role. The good news 
is safe and well maintained and should function within acceptable parameters. All right, and uh, Bruce directed this scene and the next. Um, he got the space scenes because at some point during the email exchange, he mentioned something about having an idea about how to do one of the things coming up. And I said, is that you volunteering to do the space battle? <laughs> and I said, yes. So uh, there you go. There you go. And, and I love... I love building the backgrounds for these mm -hmm. things. So you got all the engine testing going on. Some of the engines aren't working right, you know, just it, because these are, as you'll hear, uh, older ships. And Perry does this just beautifully. There's no shields. And the hulls have weakened over the years. She's trying to be diplomatic about the fact that these aren't the best ships. I mean, they're good, but they're, yeah, they're old. Yeah, that came about because we, you know, I was thinking about it and, okay, so Tommy's got these fighters that he's had, you know, just in, in reserve in case of an emergency, but we haven't seen them in eight years. So, you know, they would have been like top of the line, maybe back when yeah. the bottom, but they're not really so much anymore. And I, I really like the idea of having to do like manual targeting. And so, um, yeah, we didn't, you know, you don't want to make it too easy for him either. So, right. um, yeah, it was a really fun thing to get to sort of put in these kind of old clunker ships. Yeah. The Nash Rambler of Outer Space. <laughs> and, of course, Dave does the, the music for these things because he has a really good ear for it. So I appreciate that because I, I can do the, the other stuff, but he does a great job of providing us the, uh, the scoring. And I agree. Thank you. Nicely done. <laughs> And he pronounces that so nicely. You can hear it so clearly. It's a nice enunciation. Cultists. Cultists. Yeah, it's almost like he's been doing this a while. Yeah. Almost like he has experience. And now, Kingery in oh, thank you for space! <laughs> and, and thank you for getting the space sound in there. I had to model that after the, uh, the start of Aliens, where you yes. kind of have this drifting, spacey sound. But much wider stereo field. I wanted people mm. to have a sense of largeness. Well, it worked, because this whole scene sounds amazing. Yes. Because space is really, really big. <laughs> and, and the comms are special because ship to ship is one thing, and and hooks is another thing. And, and then as we, you had mm. done in your directorial. Yeah, and then we got the characters who are already filtered for, for their voice effects, K-Log, Hebe, and Tithia, so we have to get them over the comms. So, uh, good job. Yeah, good job making them still uh, audible and legible. Or legible. Of course they are. <laughs> well, I don't think that's the word I'm looking for, but it'll work. <laughs> Intelligible. That's the word. Words are hard. And, of course, the base is now far away. That's why Perry's a little... Scratchy there. Right. We've seen it a few times, but Hooks really has an amazing mind. If he ever breaks bad, there can be problems. <laughs> he has a fairly devious planning mind. I don't think he'd ever go bad. No, I, I don't either. As characters go, he might be the most pure we've ever had. Yes. The incorruptible Hooks. <laughs> Hebe and Ace are going to the port side. Hebe, Angle 
Now this is a little uh, a Dave actually I think when you got the script you said this uh, it's a little reminiscent of Dixie mm-hmm. and uh, you know as I was writing it I was like yeah yeah I'm kind of I'm kind of getting into it and so it, it was a little fun to kind of get back to that but uh, it's a little different in that we stay in just one cockpit the entire time with Tommy and Maddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really wanted to just keep it focused on Tommy and Maddie there, and, and you can hear, you know, what happens to the other people, but you don't really know, and so I kind of right. wanted to keep it up in the air, you know, sort of uh, cliffhangery. So next season. <laughs> of course, we had our, our our good friend the Worthington again showing up. You got it. Well, yeah. It, it's now it's now become a thing we just have to bring back constantly, and um, I've kind of decided thanks to another audio drama, Archer and Armstrong, that you can get on Audible, iTunes, and Amazon. Um, Ooh, nice plug! Yay, I plug well. Uh, that that's a, a, t- a modified Tesla gun because that sound effect also appeared in Archer and Armstrong as a Tesla gun. So for the first, so for the first time, we finally kind of have an idea what it looks like. It, and it's gotten bigger, too, because I think in the first time it appeared, it seemed like it was almost, almost a handgun, but now it's a, now it's a fucking cannon. <laughs> it moved up to rifle last season. If this were Pokemon Go, you would have evolved your mm-hmm. handgun. <laughs> Worthington, I choose you. I really, really love the sound effects you put together for the uh, Thunder Cannons, by the yes. way. Really great. That was the one I'd gotten you get me some some sound effects off your your source because I really wanted it to sound cannony. You know that the breech loading, the sound of the recovery as the thing goes back on its uh, on its shocks. Just... Yeah, they sound really really physical and mechanical and, and not automated. You know, I just I really really love it. <laughs> oh no, K-Lock. And we mentioned that in an earlier episode that if he was on a roller coaster, he'd have to be in some sort of capsule to maintain his form. And well, now we see why. <laughs> yeah, that was something that wasn't wasn't uh, necessarily planned in the outline either. It was just one of those things. As I was writing it, you know, I was like, oh, they've got these, you know, extreme G forces from the force of the engines pushing on him. And so, what's that gonna do to him? You know, right. The Bickersons in space. Well crashed. <laughs> Any landing you can walk away from is a good one. That's the last you hear of anybody um, from the whole crew outside of Tommy and Maddie for mm-hmm. the rest of the episode. So as to the status of any of them, you're just going to have to wait. You just have to tune in next season. <laughs> I love the, now I have a Worthington. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Santa. Well. Bad Santa. I'm not immune to pop culture references. Some movies are eternal and die hard, I think, at Christmas time, if nothing else. And now we're back to uh, the things I, I directed here, uh, just in time for the Stooges to make their grand return. <laughs> well, we got to have a resolution for them. 
We, They're still out there. We we do. We got Mark Zarekor as Fix, Mike Winters as Richards, uh, me as Jawbone, and Colin Kelly as Damon. Um, yeah, and of course, they walk in, capture some prey, and immediately start fighting about trash weasels. <laughs> yeah, the outline actually called for Tommy to kill them all, but I was like, that is way too good of a death no. for them. You know, so I thought it was it was just way funnier if they all just were fighting and accidentally killed each other. And so that's what happened. It's it, You never know. I, I just want it noted by, by the mixing that Jawbone shoots first and dies last. So... That's 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 my little bit there. <laughs> Everybody else, I couldn't tell you the order, but I know Jawbone first and last there because. He's and, and, and so, out of curiosity, why Trash Weasel? <laughs> I think that actually came from an earlier episode. I think so. Yeah, I. I think it was Perry who came up yeah. with it. I don't remember exactly. I want to say they they had that ar- they've had a similar argument at some point. Yeah, I, I just thought it was hilarious. I yeah. mean, tr- trash, trash, trash weasels. Why trash weasels? Why not? Why not trash weasels? <laughs> they're, they're not the brightest. No, they're, they're idiots. So, And they're probably dead anyways. Or at least those versions. And now after the video game sequence of running ahead of the doors closing behind you, we arrive in the big uh, control room. We have Tom Irvine as William Edders and Kristen Bays as Cassandra. As we approach Le Grand Finale. <laughs> Edders has the greatest voice. He it's really just so does. Perfect for this job. I've loved, loved having him on the on the show this season. His, his voice really kind of adds a new spice, you know, mm-hmm. a new flavor, really spices things up. So I'm hoping we can keep him around. We'll see how that ends up. <laughs> I will blow up this entire asteroid if I have to. Those people down there didn't ask for Gorlock to come squish them. <laughs> Tommy's showing his heart again. Yes, he is on, definitely on the light side of the gray, veiny line. Violence has been a real concern for those who practice Gorlockology. We've had to develop ways of disabling weapons. It's just a localized DMP. <laughs> it's a brilliant plan. He maybe didn't think that through. Yes, but, uh, yeah. And Maddie has had enough. I love, love, love the fight scene going on underneath the entire scene in the background. It's so great. And a little reminiscent of Dixie as well, you know, with Billings. And oh, yes. It, it just sounds so much. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, Maddie and Tommy. Maddie and Tom gave me some, some great uh, ad libs and plenty of, to work with. For this, so I was able to just stretch it out under the entire scene. So I can just imagine you've got Tommy and Cassandra in the foreground having this touching heart to heart moment, and in the background, you just see this big cloud of fighting that is Maddie and Edder's fists and stars and number signs showing up above it. Every now and then, things breaking. Oh, yeah, it's very Looney Tunes. I love it. <laughs> Candy ass. <laughs> And of course, this is where we learn that Cassandra really did buy into all of this, and mm. she didn't have a scheme, you know, and she, she thought she was trying to do good, and, and you kind of maybe start to feel a little bad for her, which is weird for Cassandra. You do feel a little bad for her. I mean, she may, she may have had a scheme at the very beginning, but somehow she, she, she got sucked in, and uh, 
became a true believer. So yeah, she thought she thought maybe she could do some kind of good, and and she she tr tried to and mm -hmm. wanted to, and and so you do kind of sympathize with her, and that's really really you know new territory for her as a character. <laughs> <laughs> that's right i run the family yeah see, see even there though she may have repented most of the way but she's still cassandra mm -hmm. i'm i'm just helping gorlock <laughs> i'm just trying to help There's still, and there's a couple of times where where the lines actually end up working with the sound effects in the background because Cassandra repeats her, her nothing a couple of lines ago right when a crash hits close to her, like she's stepping around it, and then right as Tommy says banging here, I put in a banging sound behind him as well. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Well, that's going on is Tommy sort of burying his soul, you know, as best he can to what he thinks is his last living relative. Right. Nice presage there. Yes. In case we needed to. <laughs> it's a nice punch to the gut there. Why would you do that in the. This is Cass. Do you know what I did? What I've done? We have to get the thrusters back online. Change course before. There's no power. I don't know what we're supposed to do. There has to be a way to reboot the system. Not from in here. And not unless you know the specs of every inch of a Finkton-owned asteroid from the Daxana belt. Hmm. Those were mentioned earlier this season. Yes. Maybe it was Damon? Or Odaga? Oh, Cass. Even if they hadn't all just shot each other. Oops. We're changing course. Oh, thank God. Well, I mean, Gorlock. <laughs> I have had enough of you. Bam! What's this? Dad. Ba -ba <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave you for the season, kids. We are horrible people. That just means you have to tune in next season when we come back. Because we will be back. The Kingery, season eight. You Never hung that episode beautifully up over the cliff. Yes. So yeah, this has just been just a fun, fun season. A lot of little personal stuff, but again, we've had the whole religion thing. And I just want to thank Bruce for his fine work this season. Been a huge help. Oh my God, I couldn't have done it without him. I'm glad to do it. And I've learned so much from him this season. Yeah, I, I'm a lazy bugger at heart, so I've, I've taught Dave a lot of nice, lazy things to do. Hey, anything, anything to be lazy, I'm a fan of.
Well, thank you guys so much for all the hard work you put in on this episode and the rest of this season. They've sounded so good. And thank you to the writers and all of our cast who've been with us for so long. This is yes. the 96th episode. I can't even believe it. We made it to 96 episodes. That blows my mind. And you guys are so great. And I love working with you all so much. And I know all the rest of the writers and everybody does too. We can't wait to get started on the next season. Oh, it's going to be great, kids. Yeah, oh, I, I'm, so. I'm dying to find out myself. I'm, you know, we, we as the directors, we don't know what's going to happen next. So, here's a secret: we don't know either. <laughs> what? Oh no! <laughs> but, 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 but nobody knows. But unlike Lost, we will eventually get to something. <laughs> if if this all winds up being a dream, somebody's done a just die. Okay, <laughs> this is not going to be good. <laughs> If we resort to showing a polar bear, we know we've gone too far. <laughs> so with that, we'd just like to remind you to, uh, you can find us on Twitter at PendantWeb. PendantAudio.com is the website. We're on Facebook. We're on Tumblr. We've got the Yahoo group that some people still use. Uh, we're all over the place. Um, if you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes or However they do the reviews, that helps people find us. Yes, please do. Our most recent iTunes review, I think, was from like 2012. Oh, dear. Yes, do that. Tell us how good we are. Or, you know, whatever. Give us your honest opinion. But tell us how good we are. Anyway, uh, thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you. And uh, we will see you next time, whenever that is. Um, I'll be back. Uh, Bruce will be back. Uh, Jeffrey may be back. Because he does a lot of the premieres. (laughs) So, until then, see ya. Bye-bye. And thanks for listening. Ciao.